Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace Hi, everyone. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Friday. It's Malcolm Gladwell here. Thanks so much for having me as your guest host this week. Today, I'm going to talk about adversity. Adversity can be coded as a negative thing we have to overcome. 
but a lack of obstacles can rob us of the grit we need to build character. So let's talk about how to approach life's challenges in a way that's productive and overcome adversity in a way that benefits us in the long run. What strikes me when I look around at the people who are successful are the ones who have a certain amount of determination and are willing to persevere. You know, in writing, all of the best writers I know are people who do not just a few more drafts, but like twice as many drafts of any given thing they're working on than the people I know who are not successful. Unsuccessful writers, in my mind, tend to be people who just are not willing to persevere at a given piece of writing until it works. They give up too soon. My first drafts aren't terribly good. I sometimes start over. Instead of thinking of that as evidence of my weakness or failure, I just think of that as normal. That's what it takes. And I'm also a big believer in small victories. When you are faced with an overwhelming task, what you need to do is divide it up into many different smaller tasks. And when you win at one of those smaller tasks, to pat yourself on the back. You know, there's a standard running workout that middle distance runners do, which is 10 times 400 meters. So 10 times once around the track. It's pretty daunting when you think about that workout going in. So as opposed to you finish one and you go, oh God, nine more. They finish one and they, they say, we finished one. Wow, that was great, right? It's like they divide it up into 10 different activities and you conquer one at a time. And that way, it's so, it sounds like a really simple thing, but it's so liberating. Dividing stuff up and making sure that you give yourself credit for each stage along the process is, I think, a tremendously important way of dealing with the fear of failure and with feeling overwhelmed. Because we get overwhelmed when the, when the mountain seems insurmountable. But if you think of the mountain as actually 10 much smaller hills, it's not so insurmountable. Let me give you an example of how a challenge can be productive in a kind of roundabout way. In my book, David and Goliath, I did a whole chapter on why it was that so many entrepreneurs were dyslexic. The reason for that is that you can divide dyslexics into two groups. There are those who are defeated by their disability, and for many good reasons. Dyslexia in its most severe form really is crippling. You can't read, which severely limits. But there's another group of people for whom that condition is a kind of spur to explore other facets of their personality. So when I interviewed all these successful dyslexic entrepreneurs, they all had the same story, that they were people who in school responded to the fact that they couldn't do schoolwork by learning how to build teams, by learning how to bend the rules, by learning how to sell themselves. They would tell stories about convincing teachers to change their grade from an F to a C, or how they would talk the smartest kid in the class into showing them their homework. And so they're people, by the time they get out of school, they've spent... 15 years practicing how to sell themselves, how to build teams, how to break rules. And what's that? That's training for entrepreneurship. So what they had done, in other words, is they had taken something that seemed like an insurmountable challenge and they just kind of flipped it on its head. They're not doing it necessarily consciously, but they're taking that 
and they're seizing the kind of opportunity in it, which is, I'm going to practice a whole series of things that quote-unquote healthy kids, normal kids, never practice. And that, in the end, is going to put me ahead of the game. That idea that a challenge is almost always a two-headed coin. And on one side is the challenge, but on the other side is often an opportunity. And understanding where there is an opportunity buried in the challenge is, I think, the trait that so many successful people have. All right, that's it from me. It's been a pleasure to guest host this week. And if you liked today's episode and are drawn to stories about challenges, perseverance, and changing the status quo, then check out my new podcast, Legacy of Speed. It's a show about the athletes of the Speed City Track and Field Program and their legacy of sports activism. The link is in the show notes. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. If you're here, I assume you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on this show and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering all of your questions and giving advice on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you'll join us soon. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.